Hello, everyone, and welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we are in another wonderful word of encouragement video for you, your spirit, you, the forever person today. This is going to be word of encouragement number 11. And I want to give a big thank you and blessing to Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. It's a free one. I don't pay for anything. I can't afford it. And I want to let you know I don't use a green screen. So if I look fuzzy or if I point my hand and it might disappear, it's because there's no green screen behind me. If I'm too fuzzy or the words on the screen, just close your eyes and listen. Mm-hmm. But this is a wonderful motion video that's going to help us in this word of encouragement. So welcome today to the Garden of Eden for your spirit, you, the forever person. I don't know where your physical body is. It's probably on another planet. Could be in bed, on an airplane, in a car, at a ball game. Could be sleeping. Could be on a computer, on your phone. You could be in a crib. Could be in jail. I don't know. But your forever person can travel. And it is brought to the garden when I'm teaching. Yes, I know you move. Yes, you don't tell anybody. Not out in the world. They'd think you're crazy. Leaving your body. Having out-of-body experiences. Mm-hmm. But everybody does it. That's right. Everybody. Even the infant, the child. That's still in the womb. That's right. So welcome to number 11 of Word of Encouragement. It is entitled, Is Your Heart Upright? Well, that's a good question. So this video is going to show us our heart. What is our heart? We think it's our emotions, but it's really our spirit and our soul. It's our thoughts. Our ideas, our concepts, our beliefs. Have we built any idols that are not upright in our heart? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use this video to help us answer this question. Is your heart upright? Now, you might think I'm talking about your soul and its feelings. It's thought I am. But I'm also talking about your spirit as well. So let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for Pixabay, for this wonderful motion video. We thank you for the creator. You know who it is. Bless them and bless Pixabay. Thank you for Zoom Pro, who I'm recording through. Bless them. To keep improving and growing and developing. And thank you, Father, for the Yeti microphone, the gaming computer, the camera. Thank you for electricity. Thank you, Father, for all you do to help us to get your words out. Your words of spirit and truth. Father, thank you. I, maybe one day somebody on Mars will watch this. On the moon. On the international space stations. Father, thank you. 
that you're using social media, the platforms in many ways that you are helping people create things that can travel into the star systems and the galaxies. Thank you. Thank you that your love for us as a parent, as a God, a Lord, a master, a king, helps us and guides us. So be with us today, here, through your Holy Spirit and your words of spirit and life to teach us, to encourage us, to help us understand, to look at ourselves and see is our own heart, our own mind, our thoughts, our concepts, our beliefs, are they upright in your eyes? Are they righteous? Are they pure? As this light, in the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay? This video shows us in the center is a heart. And coming off of it are other hearts and light. Sort of just a beautiful thing. So I'm going to ask you about this heart right here. This is the deep spirit part of you. Your thoughts, your ideas, your concepts, your beliefs who you worship, who you serve, and your soul. Your soul also needs to be asked, is its mind, its feelings, is it upright? That means righteous, legal, godly, full of love, joy, and peace for the king that created it. We're going to go to Psalms 7.10. Psalms was songs written by King David, the second king of Israel in ancient days. He was a shepherd who became a king. And he used a lyre as a musical instrument. And he would sort of sing songs, poems he had written. He was a great prolific. He was a great writer. It's a great book to stay in. And just read the words over you. Ask God what they mean. And sometimes God would talk to David. And David would write it down. So let's listen here in Psalm 7 verse 10. This is King David speaking to us. King David is saying, my defense My protection is of God, which saves the upright in heart. Okay, what does that mean as a word of encouragement? First, we learn that David had a relationship with the God of Israel. The God he met out as a child in the fields with the sheep. That he was taught by his fathers. He said, my defense, my protection. Well, what does that mean? Did that mean physical protection? Can be. Did it mean the protection against depression? Loneliness? Sadness? Attacks? Yes. Did it mean spiritual protection against spiritual enemies? That he knew about. 
He would see them as lions and bears, tigers and wolves trying to come in and attack and take the little lambs or the older ones to eat them. He knew he was a sheep himself in a spiritual world, and he needed protection. He needed defense. He needed somebody to defend him, protect him. So he says, my defense is of God. That's where it came from, God. Well, what God is that? The God of Israel. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Moses. The God of the Holy Bible. Not any other God. He is many generations down from his people being freed out of Egypt, where there were many gods. A lot of people don't realize the battle to set Israel free from Egypt, a spiritual representation of the kingdom of darkness and its polygods. God came against the gods of Egypt that the people had put their trust in for their defense and protection. If you go watch a lot of movies, people, one of the great ones to watch to help you understand how a God could defend you and protect you was the story of Ruth Mm -hmm. with Stuart, I think, Granger, I think, maybe, or Whitman. It was about Ruth, who was a young child, sold to the priesthood in Moab. And she was to be sacrificed. They would have a child sacrifice once a year. And they would ask the God of Moloch to bless them, protect them from their enemies, watch over them, bless their crops. And the little child, you'll see it in the movie, would ask Moloch, to bless them and be their defense. Then they would sacrifice her, spill her innocent blood. In that movie, Ruth, we see how we as humans, in our ignorance, we knew we had to go to gods for protection. We knew that some innocent blood had to be spilled. We just didn't know whose. We were shown that our flesh had blood in it. And when you do a study out, it was the flesh part of us that did the great sin. And it had to spill its blood. So David is telling us here that I need some defense, protection. I got some enemies. And my Defense and my protection is of God and from God. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes to a God, even if we just kiss or rub a rabbit's foot. We're going to a higher power for help. We are seeking a government. We are seeking leaders, laws. As our defense. We are seeking. The loving heart of others. To help us. We are seeking. 
King David goes on in Psalms 10, Psalms 7, verse 10. That my defense is of God, which saves the upright in heart. When your heart, your thoughts, your ideas, your beliefs, who you're serving, what you're trying to work for is upright, righteous, like this. And out from your thoughts, your beliefs, your goals, your desires is only love, joy, and peace, righteousness, the thoughts of the kingdom of heaven. Your heart is considered upright. Your thoughts are considered righteous, lawful in the kingdom of heaven to this God. So King David is telling us that the that this God, who is his defense, he saves the upright in heart. What does that word save mean? Many things. It can mean it protects you even while you're living in a dirt body. God's done that for me. I've been shot at, poisoned, almost stabbed in my own home by somebody I was trying to help, almost run over by cars. That's right. But God saved me through everyone. Is that what he means? Yes. He also means he saves your forever person. Mm -hmm. It will go up to the kingdom, to the family. You'll be a working royal. But if you're not righteous in your heart, if you're serving other gods or goddesses, if you do not bow to Christ Jesus as King and Lord, as the Son of the living God, God cannot defend you. He's not your protection. You're still under the curse of Noah. Oh, yeah. Noah, who came out of the great flood. Every Civilization has a story about the flood. That's right. Noah cursed one of his grandsons to be a servant and a slave to his brothers. He was innocent. Noah had gotten drunk. And one of his sons, Ham, came in and saw him. Laid his light light down. Went out and told his brothers. His two brothers backed in backwards with a cloth, laid it on their father. And when Noah woke up, he saw the light there, so he knew it was Ham's light. Well, he couldn't curse Ham. Ham was already blessed by God. So Noah cursed Ham's son. His own grandson, he cursed him to be a slave and in bondage to his brothers. And that the God of Shem, who was the God of King David, would not be his protection, his defense. His excellency. That's where that came from. So ask yourself, is your heart upright? Are your thoughts what you're working for? Who you serve? Do you lie to us on the cameras? Do you beat your children? Do you beat your wife, your husband? Do you lie? Do you do drugs? Are you immoral? 
mean not righteous in your sexual ways? Are you greedy for gold and money? Are you seeking other protection besides the God of King David? How do, how do you get out of that mess? King David tells us right here. The God of the Bible, the God of King David must become your God that you serve and worship. He must become your defense. And he will if you become born again, upright with him. He'll put his Holy Spirit, his words and your heart, your thoughts, your mind, your voice, your words, your social media will look like this. Shining out to galaxies, star systems. Your heart will be righteous, pure, filled with his love, his truth, his knowledge. For all to hear and see. All you have to do is believe in him and his son. And that his son went to a cross for you and got born again. Oh, some of his believers know he went to a cross, but they don't believe he rose from the dead. They're still waiting for him to come. Others don't want to believe that a man could be a God man. If you look at ancient history, we had a lot of God men. All the kings believed they were anointed by God. And they were put there by God. And that's true. But those gods may not have been the God of King David. Look for patterns. What is upright in heart? If you break the law, is your heart upright? Is it righteous with the laws? Of the kingdom of heaven. Even if you want a better life for yourself and your children. Do you break laws to get that? Are you not in control of your anger? Your lust? Do you hurt other people? Do you kill? Abuse? Do you traffic? Steal? Invade other people's lands? Steal their lives? Kill? For your desires? You're not upright in your heart. Oh, God is an invader, but he invades slowly with words, gently, sometimes. I've had some powerful experiences. Few of us get some of the powerful, not to our butt kind of experiences. Can't explain them. It's like he shows up and we just go out. So my word of encouragement to you is, is your heart upright? I want you to look at yourself. I want you to say, God, examine me as you examine King David. I want you to look at my thoughts and my soul, my desires. Have I lied to people who voted for me? Have I stolen money? Have I trafficked my own children? Do I lie? Do I cheat? Do I steal? Am I nothing but a creature of lust and pleasure? Do I have even a relationship with you? Believe in you? Is my heart, my thoughts, my mind, my ideas, my goals, are they upright? Are you even in me? Is my heart even a part of your kingdom? 
ask yourself here in this word of encouragement today. Is your heart upright? Is your defense of the God of King David, the great I am, the God of the Holy Bible? If it is, he will save you, bring you out of that dirt physical body when death comes into his arms. If you're serving him and working for his kingdom, not a denomination or a religion or for money. When the attacks come and they will, he will save you. But sometimes you must fall down into the earth and die. So others can get saved. That's how the martyrs are. We're all working. We all have our part to reach out for generations and generations. Going out to Mars, to Moon, to galaxies, solar systems, to all creatures, to all nations. So ask yourself, is your heart upright? Ask him that question. He will answer you. In the name of Christ Jesus. Okay, I'll see you next week on another word of encouragement. Bye.